Happy Thursday, everyone. Who has a podcast and is loving January? This girl. Some guy in Austin and I are back to discuss The Bachelor and how all traditions have been tossed out the window this season. There are two one-on-one dates. Ari gives one girl a pretty woman date in California and then later flies to Scottsdale so his mom can meet her clone from 35 years ago. And our bachelor hasn't kissed nearly as many girls as I predicted at the beginning of his journey. It's the second week, people. What is going on? If they really shake things up and fire Harrison, I'm out. He's the hot glue that holds this entire show together, and it just won't work without him. Trust me. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here we are. It's episode 33 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm here with some guy in Austin again, and we're going to talk about Ari, week three of The Bachelor. What did you think about the episode? Well, it was very educational. Um, I learned that there's a such thing as bumper car trauma. Yes, yes. Which we'll probably discuss in great detail. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mean to make light of anybody's child, childhood trauma. Right. Um, but we it was, just it was expected very something different from that they, moment, which is fine. Or maybe not a crying fit <laughs> over the bumper car trauma. Right. Maybe a, a chuckling, nervous story over the bumper car sure, trauma. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I personally would have been more afraid of the actual demolition derby I than my bumper car trauma, but <laughs> that whiplash that all yeah. 15 of them got, I don't know how many girls there were, I think 15, but dang. Okay. Let's just start from the very beginning. We have, you know, Ari on a motorcycle. First of all, I was thinking, does he really ride that motorcycle? But it appeared that he did. He at least had Becca, the girl that he that received the first one-on-one. Not the pixie cut Becca, but the other Becca mm-hmm. that you probably don't remember from the first one, except she was the one who likes to collect stamps and her mom had written her a bunch of letters or something like that. Well, and I thought we both agreed that she looked much prettier than her headshot she did and she had a what i feel like she is is she sticks out because she's so normal yes that makes sense she she's uh i think i would say naturally pretty Mm um you know so she i think would probably be one of the ones that would look good with the scrunchie and the warm-ups on the couch with the giant (laughs) cup of tea in the morning uh, without any makeup, as right. opposed to some of them. Mm, mm-hmm. um, they don't have their extensions or their lashes in. You wouldn't recognize them, I would imagine. I probably wouldn't, but I, I, I have a disappointment to share. Ooh, um, tell me. I don't know if it's time yet, though. Are we talking about Becca yet? Yeah, let's let's jump into it. So here's my theory. I know you know I made a big deal of moving her up into my top five based solely on what we just discussed, the difference in her photographs, and she seemed really normal. But... The uh, pretty woman date with all the free stuff mm-hmm. and the that, you know, coincidentally was actually tailored to fit her mm-hmm. um, in addition to the shoes that were coincidentally her size. Mm-hmm. I think that portends a victory. Really? Well, I, I, I'm not convinced that she's it, but that the free stuff is a big deal. And if you look back to last season, the guy that got the Breitling watch early mm-hmm. on Brian. also ended up winning. 
So I'm a little disappointed if she ends up winning. It's a tell. It's a tell. Uh, it's a little too early for the tell, in my opinion. Well, here's here's my defense against that. I think they might be trying to throw you off, or I don't know, maybe they don't even think about it. But already it's week two, and they've shaken things up a little bit because traditionally, the first impression rose gets a one-on-one date, and in this case, she did not. Well, she kind of crazed herself out of it. She she probably did. She was a little too mysterious for Ari, but... (laughs) Uh, There's nothing mysterious about (laughs) her. She lives it out loud, doesn't she? Yeah, exactly. She lives it out loud. But there was that, and then also uh, Crystal getting to meet his parents. Those are that's it's week two, and somebody's yeah, already but, meeting his parents. So I think no. they're just trying to shake up the whole season. But look at the history, though, because I, I I thought Crystal would get the first one on one. I think I said that last week, mm-hmm. uh, and she didn't. But she did get a one on one, a surprise one, exactly. surprise one on exactly. So I agree with that. But historically, the girl who's gone to meet the parents on that date or the the guy has not won. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. Like those were two dates they've done in the past, but the free stuff date was pretty early on this time. And it was a lot of free stuff. Let's be honest. Did it you see the look, looks lot. on the girl's faces? When yes. She the that bags? was the most brilliant part of yeah. the entire date. So we'll get into it, but she gets, I don't know how many dresses from Rachel Zoe. Who knew she was still around? I just remember her from like the early two thousands on I don't know who she Bravo is. Bravo or Lifetime or something. But she's she's a stylist that used to hang around uh, Nicole Richie, I believe. Like they, whenever they were Paris and Nicole back then, Paris Hilton and Nicole. That anyway, would explain why I have no idea who she is. She is, I don't know. There were racks of dresses there that Ari said, you get to take all of them home. Even though they were all silver and gold and rose gold metallic. She got to take all of them home, even though but, they all sort of looked the same. But hey, she's got her rose ceremony dresses. She's set for the rest of the season. Good for her. When it just it just rings disingenuous when when Rachel did it also, and when now when um, yeah. Ari did it was I want you to have these. Right, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I'm I'm choosing to give these them. to you. Uh huh. Uh huh. And oh look, re- yeah. here's some Louboutin shoes that would yeah. I would love to gift you with these as well. Mm-hmm. And then. You know, Neil Lane's manservant comes up with his valet, comes up with um, diamonds, necklace, earrings, yeah. bracelets, uh-huh. and we would like to gift this to you as well. So yeah. she is literally weighed down. Mike Fly sends her back into the mansion, which was freaking brilliant. She's got handlebags on on both arms. She's teetering in her Louboutins and she's dripping in diamonds. And she walks in, hey, and yeah. jaws drop. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, it actually. was so good. Yeah, I think was. Annalise had the best reaction when she said, this is like the the a bridal shower from hell. Like, you know, yeah. I don't want to be here. What is, what is going on? Because she's just taking everything out of the bag. But I think she did it in a way that... Uh, wasn't kind of smarmy about it. She, You could tell she was a little bit uncomfortable thinking, oh, great, they're making me walk in here with this. But she did the thing. She got in the dress that Ari liked, and then they went out to dinner. And I guess we learned that her her dad passed away from brain cancer, and when she started getting emotional about it, Ari moved in for the kiss because he can't handle he can't handle that kind of talk. In my opinion. Look, can you think of any more comforting thing in a time of need than Mm. pillow lips? I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I almost turned it off the first time that was articulated. And the second time, I actually got up and went and got something to eat. You need to. We we need to email him to figure out his treatment, so you can you two can have <laughs> yeah, pillow lips. There's bound to be a product. I'm somewhere. sure there is. He's gonna be hawking it on Instagram any day now. Yeah, like uh -huh. the the fresh I, fit fab diffywear box. I want you to know that I did some research, and <gasps> the term pillow lips. Oh no, is it dirty? In, in Dutch, it is Lewendyke. <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, I thought about that joke, and then I thought, well, wait a minute. That would make his dad Mr. Pillow Lips oh, Senior. Oh, yeah. So, mm. anyway, I think it still works. It does work. That was pretty a good. A little Dutch humor. That was pretty good. So, Becca, we like her. We thought it was a solid date. You didn't you didn't like the tale of the pretty woman, but treatment, I did but that's okay. I thought she handled it with class, and I agree. She seemed horrified that she had to be paraded back in front of all the women, although... There had to be a sense of satisfaction that she was the one to mm -hmm. get the get the pretty woman date. Mm -hmm. So good for her. But I, I, if she wins, I, I gotta tell you, man, I'm gonna be a little disappointed. Yeah. I truly think she was shocked to hear her name called. Agreed. At totally. The agreed. Very first one. Also, let me ask you this: as a guy who has a wife, have you ever put your wife's earrings in her ear? No, I, you know, I, I found that, that weird. There was a, out. I set, um, I set a friend of mine, actually a former law clerk up on a date with this guy that, um, was friends with my wife and, um, they went out to dinner and when she came to the, then it's a weekday and she came to the office the next day, I asked her about it and she was really reluctant to tell me what went on. And she eventually told me that when, um, she they ordered they had a glass of wine she excused herself to go wash her hands and go to the bathroom whatever and when she came back their food had been delivered to the table and he he had taken the liberty of cutting up her chicken oh. for her <laughs> and she was horrified and i thought that was the what went through my head when he was putting on the earrings what's appropriate what's not yeah it's just weird oh. I just thought it was so weird especially because you know he doesn't have any like uh you know he didn't have like older sisters that dressed him up or anything <laughs> anyway I, it was really bizarre but yeah i so the answer to your question is a big fat no i've never put on my wife's earrings either on myself or on her have you ever had an earring no, I, I was one of those guys, like I, all my, you know, that was a big thing when I was growing up. All yeah. the guys pierced there. I can't remember which one meant you were cool. The left meant you were cool because yeah. you could so, see it out the window when you were driving. Right, it was very Scott Valentine and, and everybody did it. Remember that guy, Scott Valentine? No. Oh, Google him. He was on that Joey Lawrence show. Everyone liked him. Oh, Blossom? Hey. No, yeah, maybe. He was like, he had like the 80s hair. Okay. Scott Valentine. Some of your readers will know that. But okay. Anyway, but um, yeah, I never, I always thought it was stupid. That, like parachute pants, mm -hmm. you know. I <laughs> Did you have the rat tail in your hair? I know, I didn't. I was just a <laughs> normal dude. I thought all of that was dumb. I want you tonight to put in your wife's earrings in her ears and... <laughs> And experience that. You might so you have to call her me. and ask her for permission <laughs> for me to do that. But okay, I'll do it for because you. Because it makes me want to puke when I <laughs> when I do that for I, the only person I've ever done that for is my niece. 
Oh, and it was, oh. Why? It's just weird. I it's just Because I keep thinking, what if I'm going to poke through something? I should, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, well, it's weird. Think, I'm weird about stuff like that. Yeah, I, think we I don't both like agree. touching belly buttons either. Ugh. so gross (laughs) okay so next up is the doorbell rings and everybody Mm -hmm. gets excited because they're assuming it's a group Group date date. because typically we have two group dates and one one one-on-one so then becca announces that crystal and then she pauses Mm -hmm. and then she says whatever the line was and you get to have the one-on-one date and she told the camera that she did so good and not gloating in front of the other girls. And that was a straight up lie. If she thinks what she did wasn't gloating, she has problems, which we know she has problems. But she mm-hmm. got the second one-on-one and it was um, an actual airplane ride to Scottsdale, Arizona to traipse around to see where he grew up and then meet the family. Yeah. So that was the other curveball. Yeah. I agree. Um, which was weird because she still looks like a <laughs> And but I think Stop our theory, <laughs> she does. And I think our theory is coming true, though, that she is going to be the one that Ari seems yep. to be into, but all the other girls hate. And yep. I got to tell you, usually I think that's a little unfair. Mm-hmm. However, in this case, um, I will admit that she was uh, incredibly mm-hmm. to the other mm-hmm. the other girls. And I thought that some of that was justified. Now, Bibiana took it to a new level. Right, um, right. And we'll discuss her in a minute. But um, so I thought some of that was unfair on Bibiana's part. But I did think she was really inconsiderate when, you know, failing to share details. And yeah. Well, do you think that's inconsiderate or do you think that's calculated? I I, no, I don't think she thought through it that much. I think she's just very um, because of her tortured childhood. I think she's Mm -hmm. probably, you know, used to not sharing a lot of information. Mm -hmm putting on that fake smile she's got. Yeah. That was sad too. At dinner, they learned, we all learned that she had her, her dad's MIA and her mom's not that maternal. And then we learned in the, the season promo though, that she, her, her brother, she found out was homeless. There's a little bit of, in my opinion, manipulation and calculation kind of on the, on an undercurrent of all of that, I guess is the best way to say it. With and, the with the tortured childhood story? No, with the, how she acts now in the oh, mansion. Okay. I mean, even at the rose ceremony when she keeps opening that door to see who's Ari's talking to on the other side and interrupts two different people, that all of that is just It's also set up to a certain degree, don't you think? Like they're definitely sending her in there. Sure. Sure. And they and and that's why I'm hoping that she's not as bad as I think she is because she's never mean to anybody you can't say that she's mean and says tacky things like jenny did about annalise (laughs) and her trauma with bumper cars did you catch and we're we're jumping around did you catch jenny's line yeah i'm not really upset about you it's just my new friends i've made i made. oh my gosh how am i gonna ever get invited to a bachelor reunion you know that is exactly what happens when you don't give a millennial a trophy the first time Poor we'll girl. No, no, heart. she deserved what she got. <laughs> I know she, she did. The little freaking brat about the whole thing. I also thought she was Lauren this entire time, so it's best <laughs> that she one of the Laurens. It's best that she's off. But let's let's go back to Crystal. I think that she 
um, is always nice. She always is polite for the most part. So you can't go back and say she said something mean. You can say she did something rude, but that's different from doing something vindictive or mean, which I think Bibiana is the current example for that. And Chelsea, to some extent, she Chelsea was pretty quiet this episode. And there are a lot of girls that we didn't even hear speak, like uh, Jacqueline, mm-hmm. uh, Caroline, I think. And yeah. um, our favorite Lauren, or my favorite Lauren with the longer hair. I can't remember her initial, but she, I think, handed him his drink at the cocktail party. And that's all we saw of her. That that seems to be a new role. I think, you know, there, there was, they've, they've recorded that twice this time. Mm-hmm. Of uh, both shows, where the the whoever is closest on the couch there when he walks in in his tailored suit, and they all have to ooh and off ah for a second, mm-hmm. um, is instructed clearly to stand up and hand him whatever beverage mm-hmm. he's pre-ordered. His little scotch. Did you did you see how much purple he wore? He did wear a lot of purple, mm-hmm. and did you notice that he and Harrison had matching ties they there? Did <laughs> they did not weird. call each other? And yeah, you know he was, was all Twinkies, and Harrison's like, don't. Don't. Yeah, Harris is like, no. looks better on me. No, I'm taking mine off right now. I'm taking yeah. mine off. Okay, so Crystal is with the family. I can't decide if it was a good day or not, but I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> so you might as well be the first one to say it because it totally struck me. And the internet it, was all a Twitter. And so did, was Twitter. Yeah, that I would imagine it was. Crystal is the carbon copy image of Ari's mom, just thirty-five it, years removed. Exactly. It yes. was insane. Uncanny. Yes. Insane. Because my friend Stephanie took a shot of them side by side, and we put it out on social media, and she did a poll saying, "Is Ari trying to date his mom?" And it was. I mean, it it was uncanny. I put it in my recap today too. It, they truly are the same person. Yeah, all the all of the um, Freud fans out oh, there. That's what, I, that's what I said. I was like, surely sec- Freud has something to the, say about this. What lo- is going lo- on? Jacqueline, the psychology major, ought to be able to speak to that. Oh, a little bit. They she should. 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 She should. Of course, she didn't see that, but oh, that would be awesome. So, why do you think? And do you think that was calculated by producers when they see Crystal and go, mm, he look, she looks just like Ari's mom. Do you think I, that was on purpose? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. But it was definitely, it was blatantly obvious. That yes, it was. She looked, she looked like one of the family. Yes, she did. She might oh. be. We need to do some DNA testing. Um, do you think that's weird that it was week two that he's... Taking yes. the girl home to mom. I yes. agree. I, why, why? Why? Why are we doing this? This is so maybe, strange to me. We may be stacking the front end with all this mm, good stuff because mm-hmm. there's a lot of crying to come, mm-hmm. a lot of drama. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen the ambulance yet, which, no, you know. You should, or the dude that shows a, up wanting to take his woman back. We haven't seen right, that no guy yet. No one's falling down the stairs in the mansion. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we've still got some boxes to check here. But, um, mm. yeah, these two are big. This is kind of like um, um, for anybody who's a football fan out there, you know, kind of like when you have rival games are usually, you know, three, four games in so the teams can work out their mistakes and then there's a big rivalry game yep. like, you know, Oklahoma, Texas and mm-hmm. 
case. Um, who's Baylor's rival? I have no we idea. We don't have one. <laughs> yeah. So Oklahoma, Texas, something like that. And it's always weird when they schedule that in like week one. You're like, what's going on? Right. So that's kind of how I felt when these two dates back to back happened. Now, on after they meet the mom and business, and you said that you thought, well, Ari said, hey, I think my mom likes you. I can tell. And your response to that was, what? I didn't no, he, see that. He said, my mom really likes you. I can tell. And I didn't get any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seemed a little standoffish mm-hmm. and she was probably like, you know, jealous because that's what she looked like four years say. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Why? How dare you bring this girl in with my face yeah. from 1980? Now, after okay. they they go to some, I don't know, abandoned hotel. I don't know where they were, where they go up in an old-timey elevator and eat dinner. And she tells him about her tragic childhood. And what does he do to calm her down and to console her? Is he going for the kiss? He sticks his tongue in her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, tells her that she's great and beautiful and affirm, affirm, affirm. And she's just melting into him. And then she stands up and they go into another room and they are greeted by um, some guy dropping his album. Um, okay. So this to me was the most confusing, you know, Dan and Shay. Dan, Dan Plushe. Plushe, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. First of all, we established, I think I actually texted you a picture. It's two guys. Yeah. And I it knew took that. Us, no, I didn't. And it took us. <laughs> Like, took me, no, I had no idea. You who think they, Shay who, was a girl? Yeah. Doesn't it sound or like two guys Dan, singing to you? I, look, Dan plus Shay does not sound like a male, <laughs> you know, country duo. So I think my, oh. my confusion is reasonably based in fact. But, and then the, this Nobody guy. Nobody has sound like a country duo since Brooks and Dunn, period. Listen, this guy, what was his name? Connor, Connor something, something, something. <laughs> I mean, was Chicago not available? <laughs> the band I mean, train. The band train was, was booked somewhere. <laughs> they had to get this guy. And I, I hey, I've never that heard. guy's pretty cute. We, we Googled him too, cute. as they're he swaying was... back and forth, eighth grade style. Mm-hmm. He was younger than Becca K or whatever, Becca, whatever. Maybe so. He's got two songs now, two songs you can download on the iTunes. He's making it. Is he like a crooner or what is his I think genre? He is, yeah, I think he's considered singer-songwriter, which is sort of folksy, but he's got a Sam Smith sound about him. He's, he's a little high, a little on the high end. Mm-hmm. Falsetto-y. I liked did, him. Sam Smith is a good, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, anyway, I liked him. So. Now, what I didn't like was Crystal's dress, which I'm using air quotes, because it was basically a tunic. A very short tunic. I have no she was problem wearing with that. I'm some, sure you some don't. Girls, no, but some girls can wear that tastefully. And she I didn't, did not. I didn't think she looked when trashy. When she lifts her arms to sway to Colin's, you know, half of Colin's hit album, yeah, you could almost she, see her bare butt. And she's mysterious. No, Chelsea's <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> there wasn't any mystery going on anywhere in that dress at I think, all. Uh, yeah, you got to shave before you put that on. Uh, <laughs> you were thinking it. I said it. I was not thinking that. I was thinking I'm going to see clear and present panty or 
thong or something. So, yeah, I mean, look, the bottom line is she's going to go far and she's going to yeah. stir up a lot of drama. I yeah. think I think it might be a two on one with her and Bibiana mm, shaping up. That's a good one. If that's a Bibiana good thought. doesn't self implode. Right. If she doesn't <laughs> shoot herself in the foot before then. Now, when you say she'll go far, are you thinking she'll five, go overseas? Four? She'll- She'll make it overseas. Okay. Um, I don't think she's a top five. Um, I think definitely top ten. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and then that's when we, you know, that's when you really start paring down. Okay. But she's definitely got, you know, the, the tortured childhood, the drama with Bibiana. All of those are mm-hmm. indicative of more episodes, at least. Yeah, and and again, the the tortured childhood makes me very sad, and I don't I don't like that that's a part of her life. And I do appreciate, I know she's annoying and her sultry baby voice is grating and aggravating to me, but I, I appreciate that she's not mean. Well, she has not yet been mean. She might have I been, agree. she might have, you know, have strategized here and there, but she, even when Bibiana is, is just bawling her out at the end, she kept saying, but I asked you if it was okay. Now you shouldn't have ever had to ask her in the beginning, but you get what I'm saying. She was, she's not being just totally tacky and rude. She's, she's playing the game. Well, one thing, this, whether this is fair or not, this is true. I think when women hear a guy has had some sort of trauma or horrible childhood, the maternal side of women Mm -hmm. is like, Oh, I want to fix this guy. And I think that's a big reason why women get involved with, you know, guys that are just Mm -hmm. off the deep end. Um, but when a man hears a story like that, it's there's a lot of concern. I will, you know, generally speaking, because you know you're, you're thinking about Thanksgiving, you're thinking about the mother of your children, you're thinking, you know, you're marrying a family too. And if mm-hmm. it's too bro- too broken, regardless of how nice the person is or how you know good she's fixed her life, it's that's hard. That's an obstacle. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's something that he, she can't overcome, but it's definitely. Definitely an obstacle, and if all things are even between her and whoever else is standing on the mat, um, I think that's the deciding factor. Mm, that's a good point. That's a very good point. And the next morning, this is the part you were talking about when all the girls are saying, where'd you go? What'd y'all do? And she drops one word, which is Scottsdale. And <laughs> Oh, isn't <laughs> that where Ari's the from? the <laughs> is sucked out of the room, and jaws are dropped, and... The, didn't one of them say? Didn't one of them say? This is this is this made me really laugh because she was down and back in one day, and one of them goes, "Did you drive <laughs> <laughs> from L.A. to Scottsdale?" No, I did back. not hear that. Bless it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> bless it. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. Um, anyway, she says Scottsdale, and they all start putting two and two together immediately. And some of the ones who can't handle life start panicking and saying, well, did you, where'd you go? What'd you do? Did you meet his parents? Surely you didn't meet his parents on week two. And she just says, I just choose not to divulge any information. And that I think it was a mistake. She could have at least lied about it. Absolutely. Or just said, we had so much fun. Yeah. I met his parents and then be done with it. Cause baby, his mom looks just like me. We shared beauty tips and clothes. Um, She gave me her tunic to wear later on that night. Uh, Bibiana even says, you know, whenever you're, whenever you're holding stuff back, people think you're shady. And so she's just shady. And I'm like, well, people think she's shady because you're telling them she's shady. Bibiana was ridiculous. I think, but let's give her the benefit of the doubt. I mean, drinking and not sleeping for a few days at a time is, 
you know, can be taxing on anyone. And, you know, maybe she's overtired. She could be hangry. We don't know. Whenever they're all sitting there, the doorbell rings again, and we have the last card, which is the group date card. She reads names and reads them and reads them and more names and more names and more names. Mm -hmm. And there ends up being 15 girls on a group date. That has never happened either. The biggest one we've ever had, I think. Yes. And they go to a demolition derby court, park, place. I don't know what we call it. Track, field. And it was freaking awesome. It's probably my favorite group date. One of my top favorite group dates ever. I, I think that was the best group date ever. It, it, and, it, and it was perfect. It was so perfect that basically for people who don't know, they tell, tell people, I don't know how to. Yeah, no. So there's a lot of strategy that those were probably all, you know, designed to, with the crush zones and all that stuff. But yeah, typically you're just making a battering ram and you're protecting the engine. And the idea really is to back into people. And a lot of times what you see in demolition derbies is, you know, these older cars with these giant trunks and, um, station wagons and things, because like Ari said, all the vital stuff is up front Mm -hmm. and the idea is to, you know, basically to go in reverse and back into people and disable the car. Well, they, uh, they let them, paint their cars first which was special we're scrapbooking on cars and there's you know dots and flowers and hearts and somebody changes their nine into a 69 so that was classy but then all of a sudden they put on their coveralls and Ari puts them all in a helmet and they all get in their cars and just start ramming each other and ABC airs it for I think it was 30 minutes of demolition time it was awesome we've already discussed the bumper car trauma and mm-hmm. and I will I will give um, Annalise a little bit of credit. She did rally and seemed to have fun afterward, yeah. but the damage was done. Right. I mean, <laughs> come on. She's immediately crying. Well, and... I wouldn't say she was crying. I'd say she was terrified. Yeah, hyperventilating, <laughs> and she tells. The people, because your automatic assumption is, oh gosh, her mom died in a car crash, or she was in a car crash, or something, yeah, or, or or her, uh, the father of her child was a race car driver that was really well known, <laughs> and died in a private plane right. crash, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why she's justifiably upset. Uh, justifiably upset. And however, in <laughs> this again, I I'm not there. I've never experienced trauma like this. So basically. Annalise got stuck in a corner or in the middle of the bumper car arena and people just kept bumping her and she couldn't get out. Okay. I I need a moment. (laughs) All right, go ahead. I'm better now. (laughs) Look, I I don't want to make light. I'm I'm obviously a very real, real real. emotional thing, but it's just ridiculous. It's so tough. And it's so, so tough. And she, the, I think the problem was had it been just a little, miniature moment or something that she could halfway laugh off and go, I know this is so silly, but she kind of, she kind of sat in it a little bit, especially when Ari came over and consoled her. And like you said, you would have been, yep, I'm out. I'm tapping out. Sorry. Bye. Annalise. Yeah, I think that would be too much because there's, look, if she's that, it, it can't be just the bump, the bumper car trauma. Yeah. It can't. There's there's other stuff there. So she, she will definitely be the one that melts down and can't handle 
if if she, he kisses her at any moment, she will be the one that melts down and can't handle that other girls are kissing on her man. The, the other thing I'll say, I have a fr- I have friends afraid of heights, and he was the biggest, strongest, toughest guy in our high school, and um, he swore me to secrecy when I found this out. But we climbed up on the roof of our junior high school once, and I um, was walking back to. Um, get him and he was clinging to a brick wall that was about 10 feet and he was terrified and I literally had to get down on the floor and walk him you know mm-hmm. piece by piece down off he was absolutely terrified and so I'd never seen that kind of fear before but I just again this to me it didn't look like she had some sort of overriding bumper car issue I just think maybe she got emotional or something yeah well, the good news is um, she went out and killed it. She did a great job ramming into people. And mm-hmm. instead of tapping out, Ari did the opposite chivalrous thing and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to put myself between you and anyone who tries to ram into you. But that lasted 60 seconds because Brittany took everybody out. For the yeah, most Brittany part. was pretty vicious, but and she she got a concussion too she somehow. Did, she, didn't, she did not win. And that was CN that won. And... Uh- Impressive, by the way. Yes. She chugged her milk and later on looking fabulous at the after party, we learned that she went to Yale and is well-traveled and is extremely normal. And of course they made out because he was sitting in the, I called it the makeout fireplace because he just kind of plopped himself down on this hearth and the girls kept coming to him as they made out. So he said in his talking head moment that... She's very smart. She went to Yale. She's adventurous. She's beautiful. And then said something about what would she want to do with a guy like me? I didn't graduate from college and I worked at Pizza Hut. Well, that we talked about that. That's going to get in the way. I think mm-hmm. that Jacqueline's going to have the same problem with the guy. You know, at a mm-hmm. certain point, as nice as two people are, there has to be some common ground besides pillow lips. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> If you can't get past that, then, you know, regardless of how nice he is or she is, Mm -hmm. they just have a disconnect. Um, She seemed interesting. I think she's, he's intrigued by her. I think she'll, she'll move up, um, you know, considerably now that he knows that about her. Yeah. Um, And normally I I was actually, I think it's a good thing because normally someone like that who she, you know, granted she kind of grew wings when she was in the, the derby thing, but not extremely outgoing, and he may never have known that. He might have eliminated her night one without exactly. ever knowing. Exactly. So I thought that's good that that came a, out then. Yeah, a good time to to shine, I guess. Yeah, and he's look, he's thirty six, something he is like that. Thirty six. At that age, you would hope that as things progress, he's smart enough to realize the difference between you know a shallow infatuation with someone who looks like his mother. Yeah. Um, versus someone who's actually has substance, but it depends on what he's looking for, you know? Right, right. Now, after CN comes... Congratulations on finally learning her, uh-huh. her name Boop three boop. weeks later. That's though. awesome. I still spell it wrong, though. I yeah. think it's S-E-I-N-N-E, and I always say S-I-E-N-N-E, right. so Quick, forgive me. Brit- Quick, spell Brittany. B-R-I-T-T-A-I-N-E, or Brittany. Yeah, T A N E. Keep working on it. Maybe next week. We'll try again. Don't ask me to spell Marique or Mar- I just call yeah. her Princess Jasmine. Anyway, so here we here comes little Tinkerbell Becca. And 
what they do the entire time is make out in front of the fireplace with slow bump and grind music playing in the background. And we just watch them make out. There are no words. We just watch them make out. And, you know, she's so energetic all the time. And Mm -hmm. that's because she's 12 years old and can live off of sugar water and two hours of sleep. She's always going to be perky. What does Tinkerbell eat? Um, (laughs) Sugar water. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, she's like a freaking hummingbird. Right, right. Um, And she never wears a bra, which drives me insane. But, hey, the ladies are where they're supposed to be, so I guess that's fine. But, oh, the nips. I'm so tired of seeing her nips. I shouldn't be able to draw a diagram of her nips, and I can. (laughs) Maybe it's just cold in the mansion. (laughs) I'm sure it is. Wear a bra. Southern California. Wear a bra. Oh, my gosh. So, do you think there's, there's all sorts of chemistry I will give you that. All sorts of chemistry. When do you think she's gone? When he finds out her age? Or does he keep her an extra week because he doesn't want her to think he's kicking her off because she's 12? Look, here's my theory. I think she's going to do something to get herself kicked off. Ah, However, I don't know. But look, if I'm 36 and I've got a 21-year-old interested in me, She's not going anywhere. Oh, gosh. I mean, that's just the way it is. I just, I'm sorry. Mm. He's not going to eliminate her. Now, look, he might not marry her. Yeah. Um, but she will make it probably to the fantasy suite, I would imagine. How long do you think it is before we find out her age? Two weeks. Okay. Because the... They've got to go overseas. A, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got to get her overseas. <laughs> Check her passport. Wait, what? <laughs> she, do you think they have to like put her on the plane and then have somebody meet yes. her on the plane to she escort her to off? Have an escort. To her, her guardian or whatever. Like Harrison's waiting there with like his orange hat. Harrison would never do that. Yeah, with his orange tag. And Harrison would off. send his valet to do that. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's awesome. Okay. In the, in the leather hat. <laughs> that did what? Held Roz Packer <laughs> when she cheated on Jake at his own <laughs> cocktail party. My favorite bachelor <laughs> moment ever. That will never not be funny to me. Oh, that and Gwen. Mm. Yeah. Things we can count on. Okay, so we have a, a rose ceremony. But the whole problem, I forgot to mention this on the last date, Bibiana never got her alone time. And as the night went on, she she was more tired and, and hungrier and frustrated and aggravated. And her F-bombs kept flying off. She gets ticked off at the camera for following her. But mm-hmm. they still follow her because she signed her life away on that release. And so she just gets mad at the end of the night and doesn't want to go talk to him because she's in such a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Well, all of that happens again at the rose ceremony. She's so ticked off that everybody's swarming around him like vultures and she finally gets her time and crystal interrupts her for a second one-on-one that night and crystal has a rose so that was a bad 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 thing in bibiana's eyes did anyone not see that coming no of course and she's gonna be the spitfire clearly and they'll keep her around for a little while because they need somebody to shake it up who do you think's going to be the 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 Judas, who's who's going to go into Ari and say, mm. you know, this is how they're acting at the house. That is a great question. The first person that popped into my mind was Annalise because she's That is so, probably accurate. I, yeah. I would agree with that. Yes. I feel like she's going to be the one to say, but this isn't fair and it's up to me to. And then the second thing, 
the second person who popped into my head was Jacqueline. And <laughs> she's doing it just from a, hey, this is happening and I'm leaving now. Yeah, Bye. she's like, look, I know I look like Lord, <laughs> um, but I got a lot more going on in this show. Uh, I'm out. And we'll never be It's fine. Ari. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to be, but I will be a PhD. <laughs> and um, thanks. Could you please sign this piece of paper for me before I leave? Thanks. Okay, yeah. Bye-bye. So I can show my, so I can show my uh, PhD person that I'm mm-hmm. absent. On the, yeah. On the correct days. <laughs> this is why I haven't been in class for three weeks. I haven't checked yeah. in. Okay. I've been wasting my time in Southern California. <laughs> what do you think about Kindle bringing her? seal and her fruit bat in formaldehyde you know the my first impression was did she ship it or bring it on the plane <laughs> i mean how do you get i, I guess the formaldehyde it's less bat, than three ounces man <laughs> yeah i mean it's you know you can just slap that in a carry-on or whatever but the seal i'm not really sure which he thought was an otter yeah, and she I said know. here hold it and did you see him go no yeah it's a dead seal very oh, weird. Kendall. Oh, she's so weird. They're going to keep her around for that. Yes. Too. And you know what? I, I My impression changed. I thought, thought she was kind of, well, she is weird, but um, she seemed fun. I, I mm-hmm. see why he kept her around. That was, that was, you know, it's very unusual. And is that someone you want to marry? Probably not. But yeah. it's definitely someone to pass the time with when you got 21 girls left. Exactly. Um, Valerie did not get a rose. She's the one that has that magenta hair. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think she spoke any. That wasn't any surprise not and a surprise then at all. one of the laurens didn't get a rose and she had a classy exit and then the last one who didn't get a rose was jenny God, and as I, we mentioned she just had a really hard time that um she's gonna miss all her friends yeah, well the the best was when ari was standing there knowingly and she just sort of you know took mm-hmm. a right turn 10 feet in front mm-hmm. of her left turn 10 feet mm-hmm. in front of him and then she says Oh my God, I just got broken up with for the yeah. first time. <laughs> Give me, you know, and you know, there were like some 25 year old guys in the back of some sports bar high fiving or, <laughs> you know, I mean, give me a break. She couldn't have been more shocked. No. And she didn't do anything. Yeah, so crazy. But, you know, karma came back around to bite her in the butt. Yeah, she She's was not a nice, was, she did not seem like a nice person. She did not care that Annalise had, Anna, sorry, Annalise had. She bumper car trauma? Yeah, she did not care that Annalise had bumper car trauma, and she was just going to give her more trauma out on the field. Mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah. Jenny, calm down. Right now, um, do you want to do top five, top three? Well, yeah, so I, I think um, my, my, my top five, again, were Rebecca Kay, and I, and, I, I've moved her solely on appearance and I, it, if she wins, I will definitely be shocked and upset. I think not if she's not a nice person, but just because of the tell, I think yeah. they, they gave it away too early. I think crystal will go far. I think she's a top 10. Um, I think that CN will mm. be a top five. Mm. Oh, okay. I think Becca will be a top five if she sticks around, doesn't get herself eliminated. But biblical, he will not el- biblical biblical back. Okay. Yes. He will not eliminate her for her age. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to pick to be the person responsible for the first responders. 
I think <laughs> that will occur next week. Okay. Because there appears to be some sort of wrestling date. Oh, which right. Could not be more demeaning, by the way. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, somebody's going to get a nose crunch or something. Right, or cheap shot, or somebody's going to, you know, roll an ankle on the mat or whatever. So I think I think first responder week is next week. Let's go ahead and christen, christen that first responder week. Okay. And then uh, who else? Do you, do you remember who's in my top five? Yes, you like Tia, and we didn't hear a lot from oh, Tia this yeah, go-round. But I like her, and I, I, I'm trying really hard to like her more. Well, um, I think if we get more time with her and if she's not just right now, she's the throwaway toss of the funny comment. So we haven't had a chance to even experience the two of them together because yeah, we just had the, a date. We just had the weenie date. whistle and her yeah. saying the, the stuff about the redneck demolition. So I do believe if she gets a one-on-one date, she'll endear herself to us because Raven did. So, so here are my top five, as I said them last week. Okay. Becca K, mm-hmm. Crystal, Lauren S. Um, is that the, the, that's Lauren G got eliminated, right? Right. Lauren S is still in the mix, but we didn't hear her say a word this episode. And another one who didn't speak was Caroline. Caroline, I know. She's so pretty and she's, she's definitely happy with her, um, assets, mm-hmm. shall we say. Yeah. Um, she definitely has those on display in mm-hmm. every dress. Um, but I would like to see more of her. I think she's, um, I, I said that Mrs. Some guy, when she, he gave her a rose, she, her comment was she's too pretty to send home yet. And I agree yeah. with that. Like he definitely should ask her on and see if there's any substance, but she hasn't said a word, yeah. um, which is a little disheartening. And then my final top five was Tia. Mm-hmm. So, um, most of those are in there, right? I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. So while uh, Marika I had, I switched her for Caroline and then Bibiana I had was sorely mistaken with that. I switched Becca K, but yeah. so those are my top five. I don't know. I, I feel a lot, a lot less secure about those than I did last week. Right. I think mine are similar. I have, I like Tia. I want Tia to be in there, I guess I should mm-hmm. say. I don't know if she is yet. I like Becca K. Mm-hmm. I like, um, Lauren the long-haired Lauren. I can't remember her. What's her initial? What's not? S. S. S yes, right. Lauren S. And I like CN a lot after last night. Yeah, so my two, I had an honorable mention, CN and Becca, whatever her last, biblical, biblical Becca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they have a shot, If, but, but I'm not convinced yet. So. Mm-hmm. The other thing that has come up that people have been asking me about is what I think and what you think about Bachelor Winter Games. That debuted in a beautiful trailer yesterday or the day before. I think we both agree that you and I are in the wrong business. Yes, we are. Um, (laughs) We should be scripting reality shows. We could. We Um, would be good at that. This this looks like a lot of fun. I I hope it. The the trailer Mm -hmm. to me looked like you know Bachelor in Paradise meets you know some kind of. They, they can't go too far with the romance. Like, making well, that's what out. I was wondering if you win. So it's competition based. So if you right. ski down the mountain and you get the fastest time, you get the rose and get to pick somebody to go on a date with. I, I, guess, I guess it would be very bachelor in paradise. Right. I guess, except there's a competition, which is sort before. of what bachelor pad was. I think the demographic is a little different. They're looking more for the, Hey, I just don't want to watch the Olympics crowd. Yeah. And so uh, I think it's smart making it international. They've mm-hmm. got bachelors and bachelorettes from everywhere. 
Um, so that's smart, but I do think it needs to be more, you know, fun based than, you know, sex based, um, yeah. you know, like bachelor in paradise or whatever. So, but no, it looks fun. I, I, I can't, you know, say I'm going to watch it, but then again, yes, I, you are. Don't, I don't like figure skating, so <laughs> I might be watching <laughs> That's crazy it. talk. You're going to watch yeah. it. It's going to be yeah. fine. And I'm, I'm going to watch it because of that cute Canadian bachelor. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> I don't care what his name is. Mm. Last, last but not least, thoughts on Ari. Are you... Not impressed. Not impressed. Okay. No, he seems very... Um, he seems accessible. He seems um, open, but he's not very. What's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't like. He doesn't command attention to me. Okay. I mean, he's a he's a nice enough guy. I don't. On a scale and, of one to ten, skinny pants, is he better or worse than Nick? I like him better than Nick. I think he seems okay. a little more real than Nick. Um, yeah. Although I didn't hate Nick. I just, you know, I, but I like Ari better than Nick. He seems fun. And uh, um, mm-hmm. I mean, but then again, I've never experienced pillow lips. So. <laughs> One of these days. Can we retire that <laughs> phrase after no. this? No. Damn. Never. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. And don't forget to pre-order my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. Until we are together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever.